Hey, Rob Bradford here. You guys know I'm always up for a good MVP story, and one of the best stories is Wasabi Technology. Wasabi is the world's hottest cloud storage company, and it's become the go-to provider for professional and collegiate sports teams, including 20 major league baseball teams like the Red Sox and NHL teams like the Bruins and Vancouver Canucks. Even the Liverpool Football Club is getting in on the Wasabi action. So why is Wasabi the MVP? Well, Wasabi was purpose-built to free businesses from skyrocketing storage costs and unpredictable transaction fees that the Amazons of the world are charging. In fact, Wasabi is up to 80% less than those hyperscalers and doesn't charge a cent for businesses to access their data. From Wasabi's AI-enabled intelligent media storage, Wasabi Air, to the industry's only cloud storage service with triple protection against cyber criminals, data deletion, and ransomware, Wasabi's taking the lead in driving innovation in data storage and helping sports teams to unleash the power of their data. Wasabi, another Boston-based champion championship team. This Ace Cast download is brought to you by Link Soul. Go to linksoul.com and by Nest Bedding. Love where you sleep. Go to nestbedding.com. Rise and shine Ace fans. It's time to greet the day with extra base hit. From late nights at the Coliseum. Hits a right field and shallow a trio of Ace kept going out makes an unbelievable circus catch. A leaping, diving play by Tony Kemp. To early mornings with a fresh cup of joe. Say, we've got time for a coffee before you go. That'd be nice. Splendid. Extra base hit will make your day green and gold. Here's the pitch by May with the A's leading 2-1. to one. And it's swung on and missed. And the A's have won it. Here's Jessica Kleinschmidt. Welcome back to Extra Base Hit here on A's cast. Jessica Kleinschmidt and Ray Jensen joining you ahead of another. It's not a long homestand, Ray, but there is a lot to go over. Three game stint against the Baltimore Orioles, followed by three games against the Kansas City Royals. Say that three times fast. You won't. Should be a lot of fun. Ray, how are you, my friend? I'm doing wonderful, Jess. It's uh, It's been kind of a slow go this morning, but we're, we're going we're gonna to get through this. I know we can. <laughs> we're both slow rolling but we're here and we have a a, like a tough task we have last week I was on one I was on one so I'm trying to be that guy again chugged half of an energy drink if I'm not that guy I don't know what to tell you but I will say the A's did have a happy flight home yesterday on Wednesday they did avoid the sweep against the Cardinals and I wanted to tell you this fun little nugget that Cardinals PR straight up sent me and I sent it to our group chat. Also, are you guys living if you don't have a group chat with the producers and the engineers and then your favorite interns? I don't think so. Cardinals PR said the A's won because they they defeated the Cardinals 8-0. to That was the largest road shutout win against an NL team by the A's in franchise history, including the postseason. So that's more, that's just as much of a nod to the Cardinals as it or any NL team as it was to the A's. But talk about one of the most historically driven baseball franchises in the history of the game. And two of the best, I would say, uniforms in the game going up against each other, the Kelly Greens versus the Birds on the Bat. Beautiful, right, right. It was it was a good series, at least the finale was for the A's, and it was a little bit of a frustrating road trip prior to that game yesterday, Jess, because there was a lot of games, especially in the National Series, where the A's should have won them, but we all know what happened on Sunday and then the blunders on Saturday. It's frustrating, but I was happy they were able to let out their frustrations in that absolute onslaught yesterday. Zach Geloff, we'll talk about him a little later, along with the other 
younger players that have joined the A's in recent days. They are on one. They are tearing up the league. Like you said, we'll go over that later, but I think it's very much a sense of the future's here, the future's coming, and the future looks bright and we're, we're seeing some of that come join us at the ballpark and celebrate the life of legendary bay area musician jerry garcia this special ticket purchase includes a one-of-a-kind tie-dye t-shirt exclusive access to enjoy a pregame concert and a ticket to the game later that night against the orioles get your tickets now at athletics.com slash special events and also on Friday, always come out to the ballpark at 4.30 before each Friday night home game for drink specials, games, live music, and amazing views. Grab $10 tickets by using the code coupon happy at checkout. I'm craving a happy hour. I need to make sure I can get out to the treehouse, Ray Ray, because we're always so busy like doing all the pregame stuff. I'm going to make sure I make it out this time around because everybody comes back from happy hour and they're legit happy. I'm like, I want some of that sauce. Give me some of that. Which is a miracle for some of us because I know if Marcus and Renee and Cody, they're carrying equipment back and forth. So the fact we come back from the treehouse happy after lugging all this equipment, it shows how great of a time it is to be out in the treehouse, even when you're lugging pounds and pounds of equipment. You're right. I'm I'm not a lugger. I... I am very independent and very much a feminist until it comes to lugging equipment. <laughs> then all that stuff's out the door. All of that stuff's out the door. Just like you said, I hope you guys are not sick of talking about Zach Geloff. You want to talk about all the nuggets that are attached to this kid, Ray? You provided me with some. He's already in the top five in war for the A's with a 1.4. 294 average with a 986 OPS. 20 of his 32 hits are extra base hits. So it's 11 doubles a triple and eight homers. And he became the first player in A's history to have 20 extra base hits and 20 runs scored through his first career, 28 games played. I'm not done, Ray. Hold up. Seven stolen bases, which is already the third most on the active roster. Um, and of course, you're behind Ruiz. Uh, I'm a, I mean, obviously, Ramon Laureano's gone. I don't know what he had before he went to the Guardians. But beyond just those numbers, this kid, I mean, you mentioned they were playing in uh, the Nationals. He's from Delaware. So he had a full-blown posse there with him. Probably 100 people. Must be nice to have that many friends, Zach. But it was just really cool. And, you know, I met his parents. His parents remembered my name. And just you can tell that his makeup is great because he's so approachable. He's so aggressive in the way that he carries himself. It's like he's been there the entire season, Ray. I've said that to you before, but... I think this guy's the future star and I don't say those things lightly and I really am looking forward to seeing what he does. And I think he can be the guy to just make A's fans happy and excited again. And the front office has to be happy because they're, they're saying this guy was worth the wait. Mind you, I was stoked for Soderstrom and rightfully so. And I think he's figuring stuff out, but Geloff has really paved the way for himself and the older guys are going to him for advice. Right. And it's just, it's so cool to see that. I think it's so imperative for this team right now. Yeah, we talked about in uh, prior shows how laid back this clubhouse is and how welcoming of new players that it's been. And, and there's been a lot of players coming in out of those doors this season. And it's Geloff is another one of those names, but he definitely seems like someone that's going to stick. Of course, he came up through the organization. And what I've heard from 
across all our broadcasts, whether it's the pregame show, Ace Clubhouse, Ace Total Access, is that the most impressive thing about Zach is how he carries himself in the clubhouse. Yes, the, the numbers are fantastic, and that's the most exciting part of his career in the majors so far, but that's overwhelmingly the most impressive part of his, I guess, persona, I would say, is just how he carries himself in the clubhouse like a true professional. Like you just said, he carries himself like he's been here before, and that's a huge confidence booster for this clubhouse and can pave the way for not just the other younger guys, but also could be a reminder for the older guys that, okay, this is this is how we carry ourselves in this organization. This is what we're going to be about in A's baseball. Before he really like got himself comfortable with the team, that most of them knew him around spring training, but it was even for somebody like JP Sears, these these starters are getting asked about Geloff because that's their guy behind them on the mound. And then of course helping them at the at the plate and getting these runs without them even knowing him well enough, they can just see something special. The thing I love about JP Sears is I've asked him before, cause he'll say, you know, Shay Langoliers definitely is going to have a long career and it more than just being injury prone or lack of injury prone. I ask when you see somebody like that, how do you know they're going to have a long illustrious career? And you think about Mark Kotze, who had two back injuries, who still had 17 years in the league. So injuries or not, it's difficult for somebody to stay in the bigs. Making it is one thing. It's not easy by any means. But to be able to stay there and continuously have a starting role, I feel like you can look at Geloff and see that. And like I said, injuries you cannot control in certain aspects, especially if you're a a hard player and you, you, you play the game so aggressively which he definitely does and there's no fear I think he's just going to be that that guy for a very long time and I don't think he's going to be a guy who's going to have a trillion home runs I think he's going to have like he's going to be that mid infielder who's got like 20 25 bombs hits for average Trey Turner maybe vibes I don't like comparing people because it's just there's a lot of pressure but Trey Turner is one of my all-time favorite players and one of the best mid infielders in the game period ever and I feel like putting him in that same sentence is is not far-fetched at all so just knowing that these starters are saying I don't know him well but I know there's something special about him and obviously as time goes on they get to know each other well and you know in that same breath Soderstrom who was brought up to the bigs on that same day as Gelop he's showing signs I feel like you know he had that 454 foot home run on Wednesday night for him though I think it's okay for him to have kind of a slow start and getting acclimated to the game. He had a hell of a workload, Ray. Like we're talking about, okay, Ryan Noda's landing on the IL. I know you're a catcher, but you're going to have to get acclimated with getting some dirt balls over at first base, but you're also still going to catch. Oh, maybe we're going to have you DH as well. That workload was a lot. And when you're a catcher, you know, and like Shay Langoliers himself said it, he's like, being a hitter is a bonus to be a good catcher. You have to be acclimated with the the starter, the chemistry, the game planning, and making sure, and with the way that the A's are, even new pitcher being promoted every other day. And I'm not saying like they need like fancy to say, oh, well, let's suck it up because, you know, these guys are pros. They're definitely pros, but it's a lot of workload for a guy like that to not only be a catcher, a big league catcher, but then, hey, we're going to have you play multiple positions. You're highly touted. You're one of the best bats in your draft class, if not the best bat in, the, in your draft class. Like, that's a lot. So if he's going to take some time, I'm perfectly okay with that. Yeah, and I think that for Tyler, it's very much a case of he's 
still trying to figure out what is going to be his position in the majors. Like, yes, he can catch. Yes, he can play first base and DH. But I don't know where his future is in any of those three positions yet. He can maybe even play a little bit of left field. I, I think eventually my prediction is he kind of frames out like a Seth Brown type of player where he plays outfield a little bit. He plays first. You can plug him in at DH. I don't know if his MLB future is that catcher. Not that he can't be a competent catcher at this level, but you also look at the other catchers that are in this system like Daniel Susak and I think Soderstrom's bat needs to be in the lineup but I just don't know if catcher is where he's going to be because you still have Carlos Perez back and I'm sure he's going to get some reps before the end of the season I'm optimistic about Soderstrom especially he's starting to make harder contact I think his hard hit rate percentage jumped up like 15% across this road trip so he's starting to make better contact and I feel like with Shea Langlier's how he is behind the plate you can even his lack of perhaps offensive capabilities with what Soderstrom should and can do. And like you said, Carlos Perez, that he's my MVP this season. And I don't mean that necessarily from the numbers wise, but that guy surprised me a lot. And I, I'd make the joke like that's my MVP because everybody was so obsessed with Este Uy Ruiz as they should. I love me some Ruiz when he's not, you know, struggling defensively. He's the best player on that team, but it's just, I mean, this was pre Zach Geloff days, of course, but it's really cool to see that guy return and to know that just like the storyline is great for him, but then he'll just like come through clutch and you're like, let's go, man. And then last, but certainly not least, of course, Lawrence Butler finally made his debut already with three extra base hits, two doubles, a homer and a defensive run saved in six games. I love this guy so much. Obviously, him and Geloff, they they came to the ranks together. They're super close. But the thing I love about him the most was obviously he had the exposure in spring training, and he you know picked the brains of Tony Kemp and Seth Brown, and he gave they gave him such simple but important advice, just to say, just be yourself. And it sounds so silly, but the moment I took that advice, my career skyrocketed. And so for him, it's no different. Be Being yourself means you got to trust who you are and what you're able to do. Mark Kotze went down to Arizona in the offseason to just become more acclimated with some of these younger guys. And he said Soderstrom definitely, you know, grew the most, like literally physically. This guy was my size when we drafted him. And now he's yoked. Like Soderstrom figured out the protein game. He doesn't skip leg day. Whatever he's doing, keep doing it. And he said Butler was just electrifying. And he's so athletic defensively, the range he covers, like he makes me not miss Ramon Lor as far as the coverage that he does out there. I miss Ramon Laureano for other reasons, but he makes the sting a little bit less intense. Lawrence Butler has been a breath of fresh air, especially because the A's outfield outside of Ramon and center field and right field has not been the best defensively. SD has a ton of speed, but defensively, he's still coming along. Left field's been greatly consistent for the A's in 2023, but I think Butler, if his athletic ability and his great defensive acumen, he can slot in center field or right field. And we already know about his bat and the confidence that he brings at that. He's got that power. We saw that across this road trip. And it's just, it's great to see the, the type of attitude he brings. He's extremely confident about himself, but not in an overly cocky way. He's just self assured of what he's capable of doing as a player and that comes across greatly in his in his work and yeah for Lawrence he said something he's speaking to LB.com's Martin Gallego saying I'm gonna give A's fans a reason to buy a ticket and then we're all gonna give A's fans a reason to buy a ticket and I really 
I love that about him because for me, and he's the type of guy, he's like, Geloff comes as advertised. And I so appreciate that. We're looking forward to those those guys in the future. And we haven't even seen everybody yet, right? So it's really exciting. Coming up next as Extra Base Hit continues, more on the homestand and my interview with Melanie Newman. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This is Chris Townsend and Commander Cody for Link Soul. you got to go to their website right now, LinkSoul.com. The new polos are unbelievable. New colors, lighter weight. We got our new summer shipment, Cody. I couldn't be happier. I look better, all thanks to Link Soul. So we're talking about new polos. You can check out their shorts. Anything you need for summer, they have it right now. When you go to their website, they've got a smoking summer deal. Go to LinkSoul.com. That's LinkSoul.com. Show your pride and come together the LGBTQ plus community for Glen Burke Pride Night. Join us on Friday, September 1st as we take on the Los Angeles Angels. Early arriving fans can snag a pair of commemorative Glen Burke Pride Night socks presented by Gilead. Listen, Trout drills one to right center. Ruiz on his horse, goes into a dive and makes a fabulous catch. Get your tickets today at athletics.com slash tickets. That's athletics.com slash tickets. They got any uh, just coffee? Now back to Extra Base Hit on A's Cast. Here's Jessica Kleinschmidt. Welcome back to Extra Base Hit. Jessica Kleinschmidt here with Ray Jensen. May the force be with you as you head out to the ballpark for this matchup against the Baltimore Orioles, followed by dazzling post-game Star Wars-themed drone show presented by Chevron Texaco Rewards. Grab your tickets today at athletics.com slash drone shows. I love the drone shows, Ray. The first time I ever saw one, it tripped me out, though. Not going to lie. It's like just these lights chilling in the air, and they're just chilling. That's it. It's trippy. Are you scared of technology? Hell, yeah, I'm scared of technology. <laughs> technology scares the crap out of me. I'm always, like, even on StreamYard, I'm scared to break something. Are you kidding? <laughs> that, that's my responsibility. <laughs> Yeah, just not a fan. Salute those who keep us safe at the ballpark for first responders weekend. The A's are proud to celebrate, honor, and thank all organizations on the front line of service to the East Bay community. Those attending either event will receive a ticket to that day's game and a 1973 replica jersey. On Sunday, August 20th, join Bay Area police officers at a pregame tailgate party hosted by Oakland Police Department. Head to athletics.com slash tickets for this special offer. Speaking of special offers, with the A's facing 
the Orioles for a three-game stint. That means, of course, like clockwork, we're once again joined by the wonderful Melanie Newman. I'm telling you guys, having your best friend in your Rolodex always helps, especially if she's the play-by-play for the Baltimore Orioles and on Masson, as well as a as the radio. She does sidelines for the team, MLB Network, ESPN, anywhere you can imagine. So I ask her, you know, what's working so well for the Orioles? What's making them so great? We go over that and more. Take a listen. Melanie Newman joins me here on Extra Base Hit. Melanie, thanks for stopping by today. Thank you for having me, Jess. Really excited to have the Orioles in town for a multitude of reasons. But this time around, you know, there's going to be some familiar faces here. The first I want to talk about, of course, is Cole Irvin, a guy that you told me earlier he's kind of was trying to find who he was. And I believe he took some time in the bullpen, came out of that. What have you noticed from him? And is he finally a starter again? Yeah, I think he is. And it's interesting because the Orioles are on a six-man rotation, so they're short in the bullpen. And so he's going to be in that spot. He has to hold his own going six or seven innings at least. And the cool thing about it was – all of his time down at AAA, he absolutely took with a grain of salt, you know, was not sour about it at all, just took the time to learn. And then he came back up and the need was in the bullpen. They needed stretch guys, especially for a lefty. And he said that that was where he kind of changed his mentality. So coming back out this last time, he's going up against George Kirby, who goes nine scoreless. They thought maybe they would get three or four and they got six. I don't remember now. Five. Anyway. We're going to edit that part out. Um, and they got a really good outing from him. Uh, and what he said was, is he took his relief mentality in the second time around in the rotation and that maybe he was saving a little too much gas as a starter, not being as aggressive enough. So he's not emptying the tank in the first inning, but he's really dialing it in, treating it like it's a relief appearance again. And the command, the pitch arsenal, everything has been so much better for him. And, you know, when I was covering him, he played with a a little bit of a chip on his shoulder, but he was also very honest and open about what he needed to figure out. Sounds like he's still that same guy. He is. He's one of the easiest ones to talk to because he can pinpoint exactly what he wants to work on, what's going through his mind, what he's kind of taking in from situation to situation. And then you can also just have like the casual life conversations with him. I don't think he really switches on or off. Um, Like you'll see some guys trying to separate that. It's a really fortunate situation that we have him in our clubhouse. Another familiar name for A's fans is Shintaro Fujinami. And of course, he was acquired during around the trade deadline. It was so great to see him. He started out as a starter, very similar to kind of the Cole Urban situation where he went to the bullpen, tried to figure some stuff out, building up on previous outings. And now he's a really big name for you and a big, strong arm for you in the bullpen. What have you liked from him since coming over? And now he's wearing orange and black. I mean, he fits. You have Yenier Cano, who's the rock, with Felix Bautista, it's Mountain. And he's called Mount Fuji. So what else could you ask for from these guys who are 6'8 relief coming out of the back end? And you could watch a little bit of him trying to figure himself out, a new team, getting his bearings. And once he did, it's really been lights out. And the team loves him. They've absolutely glommed on wanting to learn the culture. He's the first Japanese player that Baltimore has had since Koji Uehara. So that's a really big deal for them. Um, really great, another easygoing guy who's easy to know and got to spend some time before coming back to visit the A's for this trip in San Diego with you Darvish, someone who he looks up to and has a tremendous amount of respect for. They're going over some sinker grips and, and some pronation and stuff like that, just kind of playing around on Darvish's birthday about the way that he approaches, because we all know this. Darvish is 10-plus years as a starter. That's where Fuji would obviously like to see himself, and it was really fortunate to watch 
up close and personal, them taking the time to be together. But I did get to ask him about coming back to Oakland. And it was one of those things where he knows he's very early in his journey, but he mentioned how excited he is to see the guys from the Oakland clubhouse because he loved being around them. And they loved him too. He definitely fit in well, just just as well. And you told me a little bit about just the culture and you learned a lot about the the Japanese culture from him. What was What was that like? It's it's amazing, and I would encourage anybody to look it up. Japanese baseball is actually older than American baseball, um, and they have an approach to the game. It's called WA, um, and if I'm sorry if I'm completely mispronouncing that, but it's basically about the immense amount of respect and the uh, symbiotic relationship that has to exist in the clubhouse and how important that tranquility and, and honor towards one another, especially towards your manager, towards the stadium that you're playing in, Um, It all goes a long way. It's so deeply rooted in tradition and and just this very upright mentality. Um, I'm still learning more about it. We only had a couple minutes with him to really dig into it. But it's it's something that I think bringing back over to the States and growing here could definitely benefit from. You know, collectively, just overall with what the Orioles have done this season, I got to give them so much respect. And a lot of it was surprises. Were you surprised? I mean, you've been covering this team and on the broadcast for a couple of seasons now. Have you seen bits and pieces? And so maybe the numbers aren't a surprise to you. Have you seen some of these like hidden gems and now they're kind of showing up on the field? I miss eating Totina pizza rolls in the basement with you. That was always really (laughs) enjoyable that we shared that space. Um, I I thought I was kind of shocked that the initial preseason remarks were like 5% odds for them to make the playoffs that they would go backwards and have less wins than they did last year. That that felt almost impossible to backtrack from where they were just with the growth, with going out and getting a guy like Kyle Gibson, with the young guys that were going to come up. That, that seemed off. Um, and now I think they have 85% plus playoff odds. And I don't know that I would have started them that high, but it definitely makes more sense to put them on the winning side of things. And it's just really encouraging to see guys like Gunnar Henderson who have figured it out. And I think it's actually going to be – interesting to see he might outgrow Adley Rutschman when you're asking who's the face of the team which is hard to say and it's not a slight on Adley at all but um, just really a raw talent that he's turning into and I think it's going to be special to see a bunch of young guys having so many options for fan favorites to choose from if that makes sense not just the one Um, Gibson compared it to a younger Philadelphia team where you see Trey Turner and Schwarber and Real Muto and Harper, like all of these guys collectively that are just such a big individual draw that everybody kind of gets whatever they want out of it. Um, And that's going to be around for a long time to come. And the crazy thing is, as you look at the pipeline behind them, there's a huge logjam right now of talent. And it's going to spell out well for them, whether they choose to trade that talent or if they infuse some of that into the big leagues as well. But they have options for days. Um, It's going to be an exciting couple of years. I was going to ask about the farm system as well. Obviously, Holiday is a big name there. But tell me about some of this young talent because obviously we, we see what they're doing on the major, major league field. What makes that farm system so strong? It's all, I mean, it starts with Mike Elias, and, and he knew what he was doing kind of going through. And a lot of people would scratch their heads every year over the last couple with these selections they were making, but they're already breaking through into the big leagues um, at a time where others certainly didn't pan out. They're never really going to be keen on young pitching staff. They're going to go for the position players, the guys that have more flexibility. That's where they thrive. They don't really do specialists. Um, and you can see that, you know, Ryan O'Hearn plays first in the outfield. Gunner moves the entire left side of the infield, as does Adam Frazier and Ramona Rias and Jordan Westberg. And um, 
you've got Colton Kowser and Kyle Stowers, two outfielders in AAA. They've both had big league time. They could both be up here anytime they want, two left-hand bats. Joey Ortiz is a guy, Ryan Mountcastle, uh, your favorite legendary not-real player. <laughs> um, Mountcastle said he's the best shortstop he's ever seen in his life. Wow. And, Mount- and that's collectively. Collectively. Yeah, yeah not, not in the minor leagues, nothing like that. Um, collectively, which is crazy because, again, the Orioles already have – you know, three and a half, four good shortstops at the big league level. Mm -hmm. He's watched guys like Carlos Correa play and and he knows, you know, that level of talent. And so to say that about a guy like Ortiz and he still can't crack back into the system. He's had some time up here with us. Um, Kobe Mayo, I know, was coming along at a decent rate. And then you've got a backstop in Maverick Hanley as well. But that's kind of going to be a different situation just because Adley's still so young. Um, Grayson Rodriguez is already back for his second stint in the big leagues, and things are looking good there. They had Drew Rom; They ultimately dealt him uh, to go and get some talent. But it, there's just pieces all over the place, and some that have been sidelined. Heston Kerstad, you know, had to come back from myocarditis, and he's looked better than he ever has. But you kind of, I think, want to take it a little slower with him, see how things develop, and just let him – not feel the pressure of I have to make up for a lost time because it's it's going to show up. Anthony Servideo, same thing. He got a little banged up, a little backtracked, but looks like he's on the right pace as well. It's it's just incredible to be winning at the big league level, which is a time where a lot of people dismiss the farm system. But you just mentioned Jackson Holiday, and he's the number one prospect again. It's mm-hmm. it's like every time the Orioles have one graduate, the next one takes over in the entire league. Um, and Holiday's that kid. And, and to the point where people are asking if he's going to be the extra position player called up in September with what he's doing this year. And I'm glad I'm not Mike Elias by any means to make that decision. But again, just, just a wide plethora of selection. And you mentioned Ali Rutschman. And of course, he's young. But I have to remind myself that he is. And, I, you know, catchers definitely are going further and faster in the maturation process. That's just how they're built. But what's it like kind of watching him from his infancy to what he's doing now? Because, yes, he's young, but he certainly doesn't carry himself that way. No, and he never has. Um, That comes from his family background. You know, his grandfather was kind of the first big name in that group. He's in multiple different sports hall of fame. He's a legendary coach. He's named after him. He models his catching after his dad, Randy. Uh, And, of course, Randy was his throwing partner at the Home Run Derby this year, which was really cool to see. But he's just an extremely grounded, family-first kind of guy and I think that's the best option when you're going to have this number one overall this person that after years of not winning a fan base is going to further attach themselves to I think it's fine if you're a winning team and you get this top prospect that's coming up because you're coming up on an even playing field but when you're having to be as young as he is and leading the way and, and kind of the hook that everybody hangs their hat on that's asking a lot to not buckle under that pressure um they've kind of taken a step back as of late he's not really going to catch more than two days in a row at a time just I think the six days a week especially as a catcher we know this it'll absolutely burn you out um and the numbers start to show that a little bit a little bit of fatigue but that's where you have James McCann who's been just obliterating baseballs lately at the plate and and holds his own defensively as well and uh, Adley's a sponge. He was with Robinson Chirinos last year, and he could have come in this year and said, it's my second year, and this is my staff, and I've got it. But he wants to learn just as much from James McCann and the rest of the staff, and that's been really, really great. Well, speaking of really, really great, thank you so much for your time. Well, thank you, Jess. That was the great Melanie Newman. Coming up next, more hometown announcements and a fantasy football punishment. You're listening to Extra Base Hit. 
Ace fans need Friday night plans? Well, we got you covered. Get four tickets and parking for any Friday night game starting at just $49 with the Friday four-pack presented by Chevrolet. Save big and enjoy great matchups, post-game fireworks and drone shows, giveaways and more this 2023 season. And he drills one to right way back and no doubt and that quickly the A's have taken the lead second deck. Friday night tickets are available at athletics.com slash value. That's athletics.com slash value. Summertime is golf time in the Bay Area, and that means it's time to enjoy the beautiful vistas, 27 holes of championship golf, and all the amenities that Cinnabar Hills Golf Club has to offer. Cinnabar Hills gives you a variety on the course and in their amazing grill. They're ready to give you an incredible experience for any family, business, or social gathering. Nestled in the quiet hills of San Jose, summertime fun awaits you at Cinnabar Hills Golf Club. Learn more at CinnabarHills.com. That's CinnabarHills.com. Back from our coffee break. Oh, my God. That is the best coffee I've ever tasted. It's time for more Extra Base Hit on A's Cast. Here's Jessica Kleinschmidt. Welcome back to Extra Base Hit. Follow us on Twitter at AthleticsCast24 and on YouTube.com slash athletics. All the videos are under the A's Cast Live playlist. You can also listen athletics at athletics.com slash A's cast more announcements, people so much happening at the Coliseum on Saturday, make the star Wars night at the ballpark complete by purchasing a giveaway that is out of this world, a Mark Kotze Mandalorian bobblehead, then stay after the game and enjoy the star Wars drone show while supplies last. Of course, go to athletics.com slash tickets and early arriving fans get a reversible A's t-shirt hoodie presented by Cal state East Bay. Ray, Ray, do you play fantasy football? I was in five or six leagues last year, so yes, I do. Oh my gosh. Yeah, I, it's oh a problem. Oh my gosh. It's a problem. It is a problem. Well, have you ever had a crazy punishment? Because Dave Fleming, of course, the play-by-play voice for the San Francisco Giants, he was just at the Coliseum recently. Always good to see him. He does ESPN, MLB playoff games, the voice of an angel. And so what he had to do in a form of punishment was serve as the bat boy for the Giants because he lost his fantasy league. I happened to be tuning into KNBR and he happened to be on there as an interview. A lot of fantasy football podcasts were calling him to come on their show because everybody thinks he's a terrible fantasy player, which he was like, oh, that's not true. Sometimes it's the matchup. Obviously, injuries are going to happen, what have you. And I get it. I get it. I've been there before where I had Dak Prescott as my quarterback. He got injured. He literally broke himself in half, and the rest of my season went to crap. But I was, I was, you know, riding high. So he had to serve as the ball boy. It's weird to see a man like that. Not all, like, you know, just in a, in a baseball uniform. And I'm not saying that because men that age shouldn't be in a baseball uniform. It definitely happens. It's just weird to see him with a, with a helmet on. But he paid the piper. He paid up. And I appreciate that. Have you ever been involved in a league where you had like a terrible loss and punishment? Well, fortunately, I was never in that position because I don't lose fantasy, or at least I don't finish last oh, in my leagues. Really? Not to humble brag, but anyway. Wow. Well, how how what what league? How many men are in the league or players are in the league? Depending on the league, 
He's like two. <laughs> it's me. It's me and my wife. But uh, no, it's it's ten or twelve. Wow. My wife is crazy in the fantasy football too. She never. She never girl. We're just fanatics. But yeah, uh, the, the in terms of punishment, typically it's just like oh, you got to pay for everybody's drinks or something like that, or just nothing crazy like oh, you have to be the Bat Boy for this game or something like that. No, my time in the Atlantic League, I was in some fantasy leagues then, and, and we probably could have gotten a little more creative with the punishments, other than just. You have to pay for people's drinks. I mean, I, I give the Giants an A-plus in creativity. Yeah, I mean, obviously, like, there was an accessibility factor there for sure. But I also know I've seen some where there, there's been – you have to dress like a baby and hold up a sign on a random corner in the city. There was one random one that's like you had to spend 24 hours at an IHOP and order and eat pancakes each hour there were some i i will do it every now and then like like punishments for me like i'm usually in a league that money's not involved so the punishments like doesn't matter because it's like eh, just like bragging rights i don't think i've ever lost one either but i all if i if i did it wasn't like a pun i mean it was it was a punishment because i didn't hear the end of it and that's punishment enough i hate that and i and i love you ray i would do anything for you but i also know you're also not the guy who's yeah suck it like whatever like you're not putting that on your twitter bio like it's it gives me slow pitch softball at bat as my facebook profile picture vibes that i just think that those two are the same thing <laughs> if you play slow pitch softball and you have your facebook profile as your when you're playing we cannot be friends well, and you also probably tweet at the football players when they don't do well for your fantasy team also let's stop doing that i don't care that Mike Trout went 0 for 4 and you're upset about it. That has nothing to do with me. Or the fact sometimes don't know if it's going to be an opener or he's going to be a bulk guy. Don't come at me. Don't get mad. I'm sorry that Estate Uri Ruiz ruined your fantasy team. None of my business. Don't care. I was projecting and that was that was a lot. And I wanted to be amped up because I like to do that. You didn't me. just chug that energy drink before we came on, so you gotta I'm get it out still, I've still got more to go too, oh, man. This is really good too. And I think this is what gets kids. It tastes like something I would drink when I was a kid. Uh, like when I was eight, I had juice that tasted just like that. That's what gets you kids. That's what gets you. So that's fun. And just like, it's a lot. Every Sunday this summer, kids cheer free. A's fans ages 14 and younger are invited to the ballpark on Sunday home games for free. Root for your green and gold and stay after to race around the bases on the same field as your favorite A's players. Head to athletics.com slash kids free for more information. And you can also bring your hound, my favorite thing, to see the mound every Tuesday game. The best way to watch the green and gold is with your furry best friend at bark at the ballpark. Registration and waiver required, which can be found at athletics.com slash tickets. I have yet to go hang out with all the puppies for Bark in the Park night. Yeah, I need, I, I, I need to do that too. The last time I was there for a Tuesday game, I was filling in in the studio as the the great Robert Costa was out sick, so I had to fill in. Though I did get a clip of Vince Catronio barking like a dog, which I should pull <laughs> up at some point. It's saved somewhere. Um, play it right now. Okay. When like that is the greatest thing, and obviously you don't have to play it like right now, but I do want to hear it because that's the most amazing thing in the actual world. Hey Barney, come on, it's our night. Let's go. Let's <laughs> <see> it. <laughs> <laughs> it's it's incredible. One one more time, in case okay. listeners missed it. Hey Barney, come on, it's our night. Let's go. Let's <laughs>
How, how, <laughs> that was amazing. I'm literally crying right now. That was great. Ray, that was worth like all of that. Yeah. I don't know if I can, I can say anything else now. Just make sure you're coming out to the A's games because you never know. And make sure you're listening to us on A's cast and the A's radio network because maybe you can hear Vince Catronio bark. That I mean, right? Like, what's better than that's amazing? Yeah, I think hanging with Dallas in the TV booth has rubbed off on Vince a little bit. He's he's, he's loosened up. Hundred percent. I love that. We love a chill Vince Catronio. I love me some Vince Catronio. He's definitely. I I can tell he's he's really enjoying the TV stuff, and I'm very happy for him. Yeah. Cool. Well, that's all I've got for you guys. Uh, for Ray Jensen, this is Jessica Klein Schmidt. We'll see you out at the ballpark, Orioles, Royals. Obviously, we have a lot going on in the homestand, and we will see you at the ballpark. If you're looking for a new mattress, Nest Bedding has you covered. Sleep on the same mattress Hall of Famer Ricky Henderson sleeps on. Nest Bedding is the number one brand of online mattresses and the Bay Area's favorite mattress store. Take home the Easy Breather Pillow. The New York Times calls it their number one pick. You can navigate their easy news website, nestbedding.com. That's Nest betting.com green and gold fans use the coupon code oakland and you get 10 percent off your entire order nest betting love where you sleep this is chris townsend and if you're looking for a great place to eat and watch games go see my friends at the chicken pie shop at walnut creek the chicken pie shop is one of the hottest restaurants in walnut creek you're not going to find a better menu and come try their world famous chicken pie that has been served in southern california for 86 years spacious indoor and outdoor dining perfect for your next private party or corporate event don't forget free parking for more information go to chicken pie shop wc.com that's chicken pie shop wc.com this has been a presentation of the Oakland Athletics.